0: Hey, what's up? So my name is Anton. I am a, let's see, what am I? I'm a, I guess I'm a part-time video guy, Um, also a part-time DJ, but I'm a full-time dad of uh, two kids. I have a three-year-old daughter who's crazy and a six-month-old son who is in a different way also crazy.
1: Mm Mm-hmm i'm john i am a full-time nonprofit person full-time buying way too much stuff i shouldn't be buying like shoes even if i have gift cards and electronics because i have issues i am also a dad of a young son seven months old whose fingernails grow too fast damn Um, yeah for sure yeah and who has hella sports gear already because when we didn't know if it was gonna be a boy or girl so a lot of people who knew us said let's choose a th- something in the middle which is warrior's gear okay rather that's than fair. Gi- giants or a's gear uh yeah so we're here as just random dudes who happen to be dads mm-hmm. hell into a whole mess of stuff that's right this whole thing of us recording ourselves talk and talk about our interests is pretty much We've, as longtime friends, we've talked about pop culture a lot. We've ruminated on a lot of it being serious and not serious. We said, Hey, let's talk about pop culture being dads. And that's pretty much why we're here. Right. Right. So I thought this was a, I thought podcasting would be a good way to be able to do things and to do it, to be able to have conversations with friends. So I thought about this idea of just interviewing friends. Mm-hmm. Actually, even before that, I didn't tell you this. Even before that, I've always been fascinated by the idea of fatherhood. Sure. Even even when I wasn't a father. Uh, even when I wasn't even sure if I wanted to be a father. Uh-huh. But, you know, with our big circle of friends, I thought that an idea that I wanted to do at some point was interview just a bunch of our friends, the guys, looking at their relationships with their dads. Oh, huh, okay. And then obviously that's transcended because most of them are fathers now too yeah yeah but we have a lot of friends with different kind of family structures sure sure and just the idea of fatherhood within a circle of people that grew up all at the same time same area in the bay area but also having such a rich diversity of fatherhood experience as sons yeah 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 um, was always interesting to me but then I wasn't ever going to really open up that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's heavy. Like it's heavy. <laughs> yeah. It's like super heavy. It's, hey, that's, it's good in theory. Right? Let, me, let me send the text. Right. Hey man, just wanted to see if you want to come over, um, maybe jump on Skype to, uh, I don't know. Talk about your childhood
1: and stuff. Yeah. Let yeah. me talk to you about your dad stuff and then your brother's dad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is that cool? Then, yeah. <laughs> open up and then I'm going to write about it and put it on a blog. Cool. Yeah. 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 For sure your name completely blasted on the internet yeah totally so there that there was always that and then the next stage which happened about maybe last year was hey we have a lot of friends who are really into certain things like we have willie who is supposedly really knowledgeable about 90s r&b supposedly
0: you're calling him out already
1: i'm calling Mm. him out already i'm kidding he's really knowledgeable uh or, you know, talking to other people about engineering or talking to other people about, uh, home improvement stuff. People can talk about something interesting if they actually interested in it. So that transcended into this thing of like, Oh, I realized, well, becoming a dad, um, I'm still obviously watching things, listening to things, but there's a lot more analysis of myself as you can hear some of one of our kids crying in the background. <laughs> right. Um, talking about, I mean, really, it's it's probably more of a cathartic thing for me to talk about like this whole change in my life and my identity yeah. as yeah. becoming some dude to a, becoming a dad. Right. Um, but not really losing other things I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And then how that... And
0: even passing it on,
1: right? And then passing it on. And then what does that mean as I'm watching something, whether it's new or something old. Right. Do I look at it differently as a dad or not? Right. Or am I supposed to look at it differently as a dad, but I don't?
0: You know, I remember when my daughter was born and, you know, lots of things go through your mind. You're you know your life's gonna change. You're not quite sure exactly how. You have an idea based on your friends or other people that have kind of gone through it, but You just kind of don't know and sometimes life moves too fast to really sit down and think about it Mm -hmm. you know there are probably have have been moments where i'm sitting there trying to rock my daughter to sleep and i'm kind of like thinking like oh man what's this is my life now Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um but then you then that that kind of that thought is kind of fleeting because the next thing you know they're crying you got to change a diaper and then like you're just Immediately just kind of taken out of it. Right. So it's it's nice now, you know, not that I'm like a super experienced father or anything, but like, you know, I've been a father for a little over three years, mm-hmm. you know, with with a second one. And, you know, I feel like I'm still in uncharted waters each day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's nice to kind of be able to take a little bit of time to just kind of think about that stuff. Through the lens of all my other interests, right. like I have way too many interests. Actually, it's 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 really hard to keep up, dude.
1: It is. But yeah, we so with we we have a long list of just brainstorm ideas. So mainly the stuff that we like. Mostly uh, the stuff that we like and how how it's changed being fathers, the things that we think about. The other thing too that we both kind of share as a background is that we're we're both either. We've had a history of creating and you're still doing it and I'm not so doing it so much. Well you're you're a lot more into it. (laughs) Sure. Not not into it, but you're actually a lot more actually making stuff than I have. Yeah. But you know, with my I did use to have a blog and it was not just to complain or um cry about broken heart stuff cuz that was definitely a big piece of it. But uh writing <laughs> that, that's enjoying. what my screenplays
0: were like. <laughs> right. for, but yeah, so
1: right. Yeah. And I mean, at some point we'll talk about it, but we'll have to talk about teen TV shows cuz that's still I'm, I'm that's still my wheelhouse.
0: I'm sure it is, man.
1: Riverdale, but uh, well, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Me not so much, but it's still my wheelhouse. Right. Um but yeah, big part of creating and I was as as I've gone on in life. It's been, obviously it's harder to create. I think most people kind of, if you're not doing it professionally, which you're doing, you're doing it partly professionally right. or a lot of professionally. Uh, it's harder to actually create something because of time, because of priorities. And also I realized because of lack of audience, I realized that as, as I've been listening to podcasts regularly, that my own creative voice kind of gets lost because I'm, defining my thoughts as a reflection on other people's analysis Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether again it's serious like a politics podcast or really funny like how did this get made so why don't we you want to just jump into this our first topic
0: kind of going back to your original idea of just kind of seeing what you know, having conversations with your friends with, with regard to their relationship to their parents or their dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, how would you say your relationship with your dad-shaped fandom, if if at mm-hmm. all?
1: It. I was, my initial reaction was like, it, it didn't really, because when I was coming into my age of being a conscious sports fan, mm-hmm. So when I say Which conscious... Was Which was when? When I was middle school. Okay. Or junior high. We, we were still in junior high back then. Right, right. <laughs> we didn't have we weren't part of mm-hmm. the whole middle school life. Right. Uh, I don't know if you were, but I wasn't.
0: I mean, I went to uh, Catholic school. So. Oh, you, you went
1: in K to K through 8. K through 8. All right. So you didn't have a middle school anyway? No. It was I was just, still a junior was, high. Yeah, seventh yeah, Uh, At that time when I was actually getting into sports consciously... Uh, I was into sports before then, but like as a real fan of keeping up and all that stuff and really like living or dying with certain things, um, we never were necessarily on the same page. Uh huh. Um, but actually, so my first, my first team ever, and as a fan was the New York Mets. Okay. I went to the Philippines, went to New York, the Queens they won the world series in 1986. So for all of us, that was our first like us introduction to like championship hood. Right. Right. So that was a big deal for us. But in junior high, that's when I was starting to get into a lot more into like other parts of baseball or mostly basketball and football. Mm-hmm. And so our whole family was obviously on the same page with the 49ers at the time because they were the 49ers yeah. at the time. It right. Was Joe Montana, and then going into Steven and all, it was the glory days. Oh yeah. God, the good days, the easy days. And then, but like with basketball, for whatever reason, I didn't like the warriors back then.
0: Somewhat, I'm kind of similar. Yeah, I, all my friends really loved the warriors and I was just kind of like, oh, eh,
1: okay. I was into the Spurs. Actually, you know who I when, I, when I, when I, the teams I liked were some of the players that I would see featured either in a, ba- a basketball card that I got. <laughs> or, like, or sp- the free issues of Sports Illustrated Kids, right? <laughs> so, David Robinson, Sean Elliott were my dudes because I think they were featured in Nice a Sports Illustrated Kids. So, then I was a Spurs fan, okay? And then I had a, a ba- basketball card of Reggie Miller, and for whatever reason, I liked his stats or like the Pacers uniform. I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Pacers fan. You like the, the Pacers time. uniform at that time? I don't know what it was. Oh, I was, man. I wasn't. I, you know, I, actually with Reggie Miller, I think it was he was featured on Inside Stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Because then that's why I also like Kevin Johnson too, because of I remember him being featured on um, Inside Stuff.
0: Right. Well, I didn't start liking Kevin Johnson until he became like the mayor of Sacramento. Really? Just kidding, no.
1: His dunk on uh, Elijah on is still one of the most underrated <laughs> posters posterizations ever
0: okay i'm gonna to have to youtube that we have to youtube i, I don't, I don't it. think uh, i don't remember it
1: Wait, because it's kevin johnson
0: yeah i know <laughs> who does
1: who yeah. yeah. he dunk kind on of? yeah um but actually when i flipping it back to the original mm. question i remember watching boxing matches with my dad huh. and i think the first boxing match i really watched with him was Hagler versus leonard hmm. the rubber match and so i don't know who he got it was on a a VHS tape, some, something. I mean, it was like some Saturday we were just watching it. And so that defined my interest in back in boxing. Yeah. And so whoever he liked was someone I liked. Okay. So when Roy Jones Jr. Came out and my dad loved him, my dude was Roy Jones Jr. Um, But for other team sports after that, it wasn't necessarily that, but he, And actually also, you know, when Pacquiao came, got really popular and all of our friends started getting into boxing for the first time, um, I had a different kind of response to boxing than they did because I've been watching it for so long. Right. Um, but yeah, so that, that, I guess that was, it's, it's a good reflection because I don't think about it in that sense all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It is for me um you know i
0: i would say like i think it was soccer mostly i think mm. my dad would you know he we'd watch sports all the time um but he you know i think he probably just kind of root for the local team mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's, it was that's why it ended up becoming giants Niners, um warriors for some reason maybe he just wasn't into basketball that much but i just never got the whole warriors thing from him and i didn't pick that up until later but um, it was always soccer he uh, he played for the Philippine national team yeah. uh, when he was younger him and his brother <clears throat> so and like for him it was like Pele and mm-hmm. you know I was I remember watching the 86 World Cup mm-hmm. Argentina, Diego Maradona and that whole thing and then I remember every four years you know it was it was like the thing we'd, we'd we'd all try and watch as many world cup games as we could and mm-hmm. you know so i think that's kind of where um that's how fandom came about uh with really with regard to kind of my dad yeah and you know i, I ever since i've always loved argentina mm-hmm. it's just because it was, again it's the first one right like, right like right um so it's it's funny how that kind of just like sticks with you
1: mm-hmm. that's interesting that when we talk about our dads in sports fandom that cause you see it a lot like with the typical story of a, a dad and their kid, it's the baseball or the football cause they're going, they're going to the right. They started going when they were uh, our son's ages going to, uh, whatever, all the games, wearing all the stuff, yeah. Malcolm has all a bunch of that stuff too. Right. Uh, but the sports that we talked about are these kind of fringy sports. Yeah. I mean, not that not that they're bad sports, but in terms of we don't hear all the time. I mean, soccer, I'm sure in the rest of the world, not in the U.S. Right, right, right. But for here, we don't hear soccer or boxing being that foray of that definition of what our dad helped us get into yeah. yeah i mean
0: i think for maybe a lot of kids growing up in the u.s it's like soccer might be the first sport that you play mm-hmm. but that you know you you may not necessarily inherit some sort of fandom right because you started playing or maybe you do right. maybe you maybe you get named you know, like your your soccer team name is like the earthquakes mm-hmm. or like you know it's real madrid for some strange reason like they call it like a youth kids team like a right a, a spanish like whatever but um but although i do remember when i uh i played t-ball for one year and we were the rangers Mm -hmm. and then i remember thinking man maybe i should maybe i should like the rangers right and i wanted to get their hat and then the their their logo was like the it was just the t with the um but it was the old school t
1: right
0: I guess this is a this is an audio medium, so I can't really like bring up a video or a picture of that. But
1: Google but, it, Google it right now. Yeah. Old, school Old school Rangers, nineteen eighty logos.
0: Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's 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 kind of funny. That I just remember that now that I I played t ball and then I was like, I'm gonna be the Rangers mm-hmm. and I and I tried learning about the Rangers and it's like, oh yeah, Nolan Ryan pitches for them or he used to pitch for them. I can't remember if he pitched for them then. Um, but
1: that's funny when you you talk about that because i you know on instagram or facebook we see a a bunch of our friends who we know are like hardcore giants fans right hardcore A's fans or that covers most of it maybe some random i don't know dodgers fans or whatever but then their kids when they start playing little league they're wearing the cincinnati reds (laughs) or where it gets really dicey is when the kids team is like the dodgers
0: and then you're you're a Giants fan, yeah, right, for sure. And it's like, for oh,
1: sure. you're wearing these Dodgers hat, um, or A's fan, or whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's it's. I don't yeah. think it's as. I mean, it's obviously not that important, in, in certain in that certain level because it's your kid they're playing little league. Uh-huh. But I'm sure that there's some parents that are super conflicted. About that,
0: (laughs) some probably are like super. The super super duper hardcore ones probably are. Yeah. Um,
1: So let me ask you this: so we 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 talked about sports fandom as a jump in, and it is the first week of baseball. Yeah. I'm gonna assume, because I think you do. When did you fall in love with baseball? Or how did you fall with oh, Facebook? Oh, man.
0: Um, I mean, I think it was definitely, you know, TV helped. Mm-hmm. You know, coming co- coming home from school. Um, and then it was like, okay, I'll watch my cartoons. And then once all those cartoons ended, there might have been like an, some sort of syndicated sitcom, two of those. And then it goes right into... Uh, Channel Two KTVU mm-hmm. had you know Giants programming before mm. before you know CSN or whatever. Right. So that was on the kind of local network, um, and I started to just kind of watch and you know the Giants of the like the the late eighties, um, you know, in the Bay Bridge series. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go, I would say that's probably when I first like watched baseball, mm-hmm. but I didn't i know i didn't i know that i didn't appreciate it until i was way until way way later like how later oh man it was probably that's a great question because i I think it was it was probably after college when i actually got to go and visit at&t park Mm -hmm. right and then like you're there and you're like oh this is a really cool experience and Mm -hmm. then you know, the Giants, well, I guess it was also the Barry Bonds, like mm-hmm. um, following the Bonds years, the Giants was w- helped because I was with, I was uh, also, I was working at the time. I had friends at the time. So we'd all watch it together as mm-hmm. adults. Yeah. And I think I paid attention more to the kind of the nuances of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, you know, pitching pitching situations Mm -hmm. um and hitting situations and Mm -hmm. things like that and i think that's when i realized like this is like a really pure pure sport Mm -hmm. and then oh you know what i also watched like ken burns baseball
1: oh yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and that's that was freaking long um Mm -hmm. and i know i fell asleep through some of it i was like probably folding laundry during some some parts of that but I think that helped me grow an appreciation for the game because of its history. Right. right? Like, um, just seeing how thorough the historical, uh, aspects of this game were. And then just like the, it was such a well-made, well-made documentary. Yeah. Um, that was my civil
1: war experience, by the way. Oh, really? I love that civil war ken burns dude
0: i'm all about dude we need to have like a pot about ken burns dude yeah. like i mean we can be like okay what's the what's the first ken burns documentary that you're gonna show malcolm
1: it, it will probably no it won't be civil war it <laughs> might be um <laughs> the baseball one's probably a good a good one
0: for me maybe it'll be like america uh, national parks yeah maybe it'll be maybe that one. That one too. No, no um wait so you said that you you think you had a clue of when maybe i re- no, no no
1: i i knew my, my assumption was that you would respond positively to the idea that you love baseball
0: oh yeah 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 yeah
1: because it's not well, i mean it's mean, just there's I, fandom and there's there's interest and oh i like going to the game it's fun i like rooting for a team versus no i i love the game
0: yeah yeah definitely it, it took a while though yeah you know um it, it took a while for me to get there, mm-hmm. um, you know, despite all of the kind of discussion now about how, like, oh, baseball's too slow. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the the fans are too old. And, you know, this is all kind of within the context of the NBA and then the NFL and then the yeah. different kind of fan bases and demographics of those. It's, you know, given everything that's kind of happened since, you know, the past election cycle. Yeah you know everything has just kind of been magnified particularly um with the with the leagues and and the different sports and the professional leagues and and their fans you know it it took a while for me to just really like appreciate it and you know i have to say that i think commentating Mm -hmm. has a big yeah you know um huge yeah you know like having being able to listen to the giants you know like local broadcasting team like Kuiper and kruko is like um it's kind of given me that insight that helps enrich yeah. the experience of watching a game and becoming a fan and like and understanding that it's pretty damn hard and then you know when you think about baseball like all right so you know one third of the time or like you know two thirds of the time you're probably failing
1: yeah or That's-
0: that's good. Or three quarters of the time. Two thirds of the time, if you're failing,
1: is actually that's good. true.
0: You're probably MVP candidate. Yeah. But let's say you're. What's the Mendoza line? Probably like two two fifty right now. Mm. Or two hundred. Oh yeah, I guess classically it's two hundred, mm-hmm. but. Um, but yeah, but let's say if you're a decent player, then you're probably failing seventy five percent of the time, right? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. The commentating, I think, is a huge thing, and obviously we're biased because we're in the Bay. But
0: hey, and I got to live. I got to live in LA for a little while, mm-hmm. and I got to listen to Vin Scully. Scully yeah, that was that. Like, man, Dodgers fans are spoiled.
1: Yeah, pure baseball is, should be actually experienced in person, but if not in person, on the radio, on the radio, mm-hmm. uh, which is ironic because i have a similar story to you i said that i was a mets fan when i was that was my first team but at some point obviously becoming a teenager that that stuff gets hella boring oh yeah right yeah so middle school high school i was all about basketball and football right mostly because those are the games th- th- those are the sports i could play you know like with mm-hmm. your friends after yeah, school, yeah, you could yeah. pick up a basketball, shoot it by yourself, or do one on one. You need two people. You yeah. need one person.
0: It's kind of boring if you're just playing catch with someone like all day. Right. Right.
1: Right. right. And then football, you need two people just to throw. Right. You can, you can run, run routes. Right. And stuff. Right. And at some point, I, I just stopped watching baseball. I got into the A's because I went to, um, I think I went to a little league or I went to a Cub Scouts game. And got a free Mark McGuire bat. Came with steroids. The good stuff. Just kidding. Not kidding. No. Um, And actually, I hated the Giants. And it's funny. I think, I don't remember how I started hating the Giants. But it came from, I think, a similar experience coming home, watching cartoons. Hey, there's a baseball game. Oh, hey, the Mets are playing the Giants. Oh, hey, the Giants just beat the Mets. I hate the Giants. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably the same probably same situation. Um, I don't hate the Giants anymore that's a whole long story, but right. I didn't start getting into the baseball really, like really getting into it after college too. After I came back from college. And then, you know, once we have jobs and we have disposable income, what are you gonna do? Hey, let's go kick it at the game. Right. And so I wanted to go A and T and T because I was like, Hey, look at or Pac Bell. It looked hella dope. Right. It looked a lot of fun couldn't get a ticket right because right. it was at the time brand new even like uh standing room was not right available so the next option was hey let's go to the a's game because there's always free ticket i mean not free ticket but there's a bunch of tickets always cheap yeah but even then that's when um they didn't have they, they didn't tarp up mount davis in the top level and they could get up to pl- 50 plus that's crazy in some games because i was crazy. At yeah. two of those games yeah um and that was the whole Giambi era era and the, like the Moneyball era. Did
0: you get a steroid bat for that? too? I or? didn't. Um,
1: okay, that came as I, I got more of um a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but then that's when I really Billy got Bean, into it. I get it was it. Billy, you know. Yeah, gotcha. Analytics. There you go. Uh, Bad. And 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 met an entire Mets head. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that um. Then I, when I started going to more of those games, that's when I really got into the game. I really got into baseball. And then so since I, I couldn't go to the Giants games, I could go to A's games. I just started rooting for the A's because was, that's a team that I was able to watch. Yeah. And then... Accessibility being, is is right. huge, right? Right. Yeah. And I didn't hate the Giants at the time. I was like, oh, I want to watch the Giants. I, I had no loyalties anymore other right. than the Mets were always my number one. Right. They're not my number one anymore, but they're always part of my heart because right. of that. Yeah, for sure. First team, um, and that that was my story, you know. So, ever since then, same as you, I started really getting into the nuances mm-hmm. of baseball. Like, oh, he's setting up; he, he's setting up for a changeup. Exactly. Or when Bonds was on fire, you knew just from a release of a pitch and where it was going, you knew it was going to be out. Right. You know that. That pitch that was like high, inside. Yeah, right. Kind of right at the letters. Yeah, yeah. Like you knew that was going to be a home run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. For sure. I could see for it sure. right now. Uh, so I really got into it then, and then that's kind of how I definitely just went down the road of the A's being my number one, and they still are, and all that stuff. But that's that was my story too. And listening, we still had Bill King at the time. And actually, Greg Papa did some of the um, the A's radio, too. Mm. So we were pretty spoiled, too. Yeah. Um, Bill King, I remember listening to his last few years. You could tell he was get, getting there because he was m- fumbling words and stuff. But yeah. it's still Bill King. Right. Like, that's a legendary voice, legendary storyteller. Um, the Giants, the radio team is legitimate. Main. For sure, yeah. And... That that's a big that makes a big difference because now I have MLB at bat and I listen to other teams and yeah they're, I'm not used to them mm-hmm. but they're still not they don't have that flavor
0: yeah I, I agree
1: as our local teams right and even when we do have our homers the rest of everyone else kind of anchors everyone to a genuine love of the game yeah. rather than I'm just here to cheer for the White Sox or I'm here to cheer for the reds or whatever right and it's gonna suck if they lose we have our uh announcers that do that right but you can tell for all of them they have this genuine love for oh that was a great pitch or, yeah, great. oh that was a great uh secondary uh lead off of first exactly right yeah, yeah. <laughs> those little things that they'll appreciate that's why i started appreciating baseball well, what do you think about this year? Forget about like everything else. No backstory. What do you think about your team this year?
0: I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, uh, it's it's weird because all the uh, the Giants, I, I'm not sure if they lost today, uh, but they were losing, mm-hmm. um, which would drop them down to 1-5. Um, you know, supposedly on paper should have resolved all the issues from last season uh but not looking not looking like it so far yeah you know still early but you know it is what it is mm-hmm. um I guess I'm not too worried uh I think the outfield situation was um it's it's weird because it probably shouldn't have been their first priority over the summer yeah. and it wasn't right yeah. they they did a uh, closer. Uh, that was the priority um but that lack of production i think as of yesterday it was like oh oh for 20 with 10 strikeouts mm-hmm. for the left field um that's the most glaring yeah so you know i'm still kind of optimistic they'll they'll turn it around i think bochi's a good enough manager the talent's there mm-hmm. um they'll kind of snap out of it but you know hopefully it's it's not It it doesn't take too long. I actually haven't really been keeping up on the standings. And again, dude, we're like six games in. It's like it's just there's no need to like look at how many games back you are or like yeah, you know.
1: I remember seasons (laughs) when game three would really affect me in a hundred sixty two game season, (laughs) but that was obviously before kid. That was way before other things yeah you know? that's
0: that's true that's true like the, well it, yeah so w- what uh, what sport or like the the performance of your team right mm-hmm. like all of your teams whether it's yeah. baseball basketball f- or football um which which hurts you the most like yeah. which team failure
1: would hurt yeah. the most it would be even now like if the Warriors lost in the first round that would suck and it would be annoying, but it really is baseball. Mm. And obviously it's in context if they're, if the A's go April through September being the last place, it's not really going (laughs) to matter. Right. Right. But if they have a chance, that's the thing with baseball too, that really got me was that you live and die with every pitch. Mm-hmm. And then you also live and die with every inning, with yeah. at bat, every inning, yeah, Yeah. every running uh, or scoring situation, etc. cetera. Then you live and die by every game, right? And so, you might be—it's the middle of July, and you're we're chasing the Angels or something, one game behind. It's a one nothing game against another team. A's rally, go three up 3-1, three, bottom of the eighth. Then the the closer blows it. Right. I'm going to carry that <laughs> to the next day. Right.
0: Thinking at the end of the year, like, oh, dude, if we could have just. Right. Yeah. Right. And
1: that's the thing with baseball is that it's every almost every day. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And it's something that you're not going to get out of other sports, especially like football.
0: Right. Right. So
1: when let's say all things considered, if all teams are doing well and every every team has a chance to compete, it's definitely the A's that's gonna hit me the hardest because of the the daily grind.
0: Well, the other thing about that too is, of those three sports, baseball is the only one where you could say, you know what, if we can just get into the postseason, we have we have a chance. Yep. Football. And basketball, like the way that the series is set up, mm-hmm. really the best team is going to win at the end, right? Yeah. There's very rarely huge upsets. There are going to be some upsets, but not huge ones, right? right. But, um, you know, that's that's one of the things with, with baseball is like, you know, the Giants in uh, 2012 and 2014. It's just like, you know, just get in there. You get, you know... Uh, you never know yeah you, you never know you know and um yeah and i think that's why i can i can kind of see when you say like you live or die with that one pitch that's what that that one inning mm-hmm. which is kind of can benefit you once you get in the postseason because what if you're the ones that are making the right pitches and you're the ones getting the timely hits right. and then like right and you're like the second wild card or whatever right, right? and then that means that you're through and you
1: know yeah so we talked a little bit earlier about our father's passing on certain fandom to us and we yeah. talked a little bit about our own kids uh-huh what do you think you're gonna be well, what what is actually what is your real stance on passing on fandom to your daughter or your son
0: you know I haven't really thought about it like I I think I assume that my kids are going to be fans of mm-hmm. the team that, that, uh, that I follow. Right. I, I just assume, I assume so. Um, however, if, if they ended up not being that, I, I, I'd be really curious. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think... I mean, obviously, I'm going to try and take, you know, my kids to games and mm-hmm. have them enjoy it the same way that I do and just kind of, like, instill stuff like... I mean, I guess this is when they're old enough. Like, okay, you know, this this pitcher is really, really good. Yeah, um, He's really fun. Or like, this player is really... This basketball player is really, really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll do that. Um I mean, but I don't know. It's really weird because my my cousin, for some reason, is a Raider fan, and he grew up in a family of all Niner fans. Mm -hmm. And I believe I've asked—I can't remember what he said when I asked him why he became a Raider fan. But it might have been just because of his friends at school. You know, he's in the East Bay, so you know, not surprising that you know he'd he'd be a Raider fan. Although I'm I'm curious what he's gonna do now that they're going to Vegas, though. Yeah, you know, but. Um I don't know like what what about you?
1: Yeah. I, I'm kind of on the same boat with you that it it seems like they would or he they he would follow in our footsteps.
0: I mean you're so, going to get him like gear, you know you're going to they're going to end up he already has all the gear. He already has, yeah, he already has
1: his first two he has a snapback flat flat bill. Yeah. Warriors hat same a- yeah. fitted flat bill A's hat mom's a Giants fan but she doesn't go to Giants games because it's not so convenient for us and <laughs> right, right going to the Coliseum is hella easy for us um, yeah and so I think it would be passed on just by you know we talked about osmosis yeah or just by sheer uh, coverage Right, right. Uh, so I haven't thought of. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, I don't think it's gonna matter. Yeah. But. You know. If for some reason he ends up coming home with a, a, an Angels hat, i I'd I'd feel kind of funky. <laughs> <laughs> or a Lakers hat. A Lakers jersey? Yeah. Well, see, the thing
0: is, my daughter was born in L.A. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it would have been weird if we ended up staying there and then she just ended up becoming a Laker fan. That would have been really, really weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I for sure, though, I think what would be really cool is if we ended up following... Maybe another sport, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows what's going to happen in 10 years or whatever. What if like MLS becomes big and maybe there's like, maybe we can pick up the earthquakes or something together, you know, it'd be really cool to kind of grow fandom together, you know, with, with your kid. I think that'd be really, really fun. Um, I'm not into hockey. Mm -hmm. I kind of pay attention and watch during, um, during playoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know if I can hang with hockey cuz that's it looks super stressful. It um, is. Yeah, it looks pretty damn stressful. It's super
1: fun and in, in the well, it's fun to watch if you're into it. Yeah. On TV or live, but it is super stressful. Yeah,
0: it seems like it'd be like so you know, props to those hardcore like sharks fans that I know that are like mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think it it would be really cool like I mean, I don't know what other what other sport will will show up but mm-hmm. i mean i think that would be really like the, the coolest thing is to maybe discover some cool new sport that you could just kind of grow into a fan with and yeah and it you know instead of passing something down it's just kind of right doing something together right so it's like it feels like it'd be much more organic than just oh yeah my dad was a giants fan or a niner fan so right you know um
1: yeah. I, that, that sounds like the pie, the sounds key. Cause at the end, I, I would want my son to be a reflection of himself, yeah. not a reflection of someone who I want him to be. Sure. Which I hope is the same thing or similar, Right, right. but you know, as a human being, our role is to raise him. What
0: if your son was? What, what if Malcolm isn't into sports? That's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll find another son. I'll probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I no. was
0: thinking. Uh, uh, that's cool. That's probably more time that you could spend like reading comic books or yeah. or yeah watching Riverdale or well it would be <laughs> whatever, whatever teen whatever teen whatever popular show on the CW is ends up being
1: one of one of the top five. I'll, I'll be watching probably all five of them right, right. he'll be rid- ridiculing me <laughs> we don't even watch this dad whatever yeah you're lost uh, no nah, I think it'll be totally fine I th- I, you know what I, I, I don't anticipate that's not going to be a big deal just because of like, like we said it's just our family culture is going to be built a lot around sports whether yeah, it's yeah. watching or playing right uh whether it's a once a year softball tournament that hung and i play with our friends he'll be part of that he already has been part of that he, he wasn't born yet but he was part of it last yeah year. yeah yeah um and then one of the big parts of that softball tournament that's every year is our friends two daughters are always there They bring their kids and too, so it's right? usually so... the only time we get to see them all year so yeah, we get to see yeah. them grow up that's cool but you know so i, I it kind of leads into the question of like, maybe it's not so much f- sports fandom, but what about like, what is it about sports or the whole sports culture that you're most excited to bring to your kids?
0: Um, I definitely know the the one thing I don't want the what I'm not excited about sports culture is Twitter. Definitely not. What do you that. mean?
1: You <laughs> <laughs> um... can complain every second every second
0: yeah but i don't want my i don't want my kids to, to complain <laughs> like
1: trade or fire Bochi.
0: okay oh, right like like uh like free belt or whatever yeah fire cur,
1: i'm guilty of that by the way but i try i try to try to be you know a, a late 30 year 30 years old dude at some sometime
0: right right um See, what am i most excited about it's about sports culture um probably going to the stadium mm-hmm. probably just kind of just that atmosphere um i mean i we did take Jenny to um uh a game it was actually the weekend of your wedding like a, mm-hmm. the day before your wedding or whatever mm-hmm. um but she was, you know, she was young. She was six months. But I mean, it just felt nice to be there. And you know, like AT and T Park does a good job. Like you can go, and they'll give you like a certificate for your first, your first Giants game, or first yeah. visit AT and T Park. So yeah. that you know, like it, it. It wouldn't be surprising if the next generation of like Giants fans all had those like, you know, those certificates somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think we threw ours away, but. Um, but yeah I mean I think that would that would be really cool yeah Um, you know I I think a cousin of mine when he was younger he basically went on uh, with his with his dad went on a basically a uh, a trip during the summer to visit all like the all the baseball stadiums on the east coast Mm -hmm. you know and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty dope road trip. Like that yep. would be really fun." Yeah. When they're old enough. Mm-hmm. Um that would be pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, I both both you and I have a friend who goes to a, a Niners away game. Mm-hmm. A couple of away games every year, right? Like yeah. that's 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 a pretty cool like family. I mean, he doesn't have kids yeah. yet, but um that sounds like it's a pretty fun Mm-hmm. And and cool little family tradition. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What yeah.
1: about you? I th- definitely go into the games and enjoying and seeing them enjoy it. But I, I think for, I think it it'll end up being more of the the playing part. I think it'll be a lot of fun to. No, I think I I am excited to be able to help him learn how to play yeah certain sports whatever it is that he wants to play whether it's one thing or a bunch of them yeah uh to be able to break things down hopefully and right and also some of the the character lessons of you know sportsmanship and sure not giving up and um
0: that's actually a really good answer. Yeah. I'm mean, gonna change mind to that because <laughs> that's that's totally true. Yeah. I think it would be really fun to play a sport that maybe that I never really did. Like mm-hmm. I never played tennis. I thought I kind of sucked at tennis. I mean I do suck at tennis. But if she picked that up, I think it'd be it'd be cool to kind of take that on with her. I feel though that like you know, not that I'm like some super athlete or anything, but You know, I I never want to be at a place where I become too much of a coach. Yeah. Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, in in a weird way, like that's what my dad was to me, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, for uh, like he always seemed he was he, he ended up coaching like my soccer team. And, he, you know, he came to pretty much all of my, like, sporting events when I was, like, uh, when high school. And, like, I wrestled for a year to track. And he'd go. And it almost felt like it, it was just, like, coaching. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's necessarily what I want right. to do with my kids, right? right. Like, obviously, you're going to be a supportive, supportive parent or a supportive dad. But I don't know if I want to be too close to the game where I want to coach. Like, right. oh, hey, you know. You know, that in the second quarter, you know, that you had this one turnover. You know, you should have looked over here or something right. that. I don't know if I'll be able to avoid that. Yeah. Which, But I, I'd rather not do that. So right. it might be cool if they played a sport that I'm completely inept or have no knowledge about so that I could at least be just like, hey, good job. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's interesting because... I, yeah i don't know if i would want to be a coach but i think it would naturally come out i mean yeah i've worked with youth so the whole kind of reflective education piece is something that yeah i'm into but i think i have always wanted to like coach no, i've always wanted i wanted to be somewhere around coaching a team but not necessarily the x's and o's yeah but the the emotional psychological part right um or like some of the stuff about manhood, about, you know, expanding the idea yeah. of um, what does it mean to be tough and, you know, those different kind of things, um, which a lot of times in sports, it's a very streamlined idea of what what is manhood, what's tough, what's uh, sure, what's um, nutting up or whatever, which could could be taken positively in some things. but it also could be really Digress into something really negative, right? Quickly too, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think I'll have a lot of fun in that realm.
0: You know what's interesting to me is like, like I've got a daughter, mm-hmm. and then there's a there's a part of me that's just kind of wants would be super proud if she can totally hang with the boys if she wanted to like if she Mm -hmm. wanted to like be into sports and wanted to be competitive like there's a part of me that says yeah you can hang with the boys man like go do your thing or uh or whatever um you know yeah it's funny because like over the last few years you see those videos of that that one um pop warner girl who's like there's like a Reels on YouTube where she's just like tearing it up on the football field, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." I just saw the video yesterday, um, of this like 12 year old jujitsu girl who was just like totally kicking ass, and I was like, "Man, that's dope." Yeah, I, you know, I totally want to be like the dad of a girl who could kick a boy's ass. I mean, you know, yeah, in, not, in not to be sense. sexist right. or anything. Or, yeah, but you know, just to I want to do what I can to help kind of break any of those type of barriers or, mm-hmm. you know, not. I don't want to hinder, you know, Ginny uh, in any way, you know, uh, by having her think that she, she can't hang with other boys or right. whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. That's interesting.
0: You know, I would I would also love to um, play golf Hmm. I'm not very. I'm not good at golf at all. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy being out there, and it'd be dope if I could have like, if that like becomes a bonding. I know that you know golf has been kind of uh, more recently been a bonding thing with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be really cool later down the line if that's something that we could kind of do together, whether it's my daughter or my son or whatever. But
1: yeah, you know, one thing I would, I, yeah. I did want to ask is has being a father changed how you enjoy or partake in or consume sports as a fan
0: has being a father changed how i partake sports as or just
1: a you being fan. as a fan like as watching and whatever
0: um in a way yes mm-hmm. uh because And it's primarily because of when a big loss happens, mm-hmm. right? So um, not, uh, Warriors Blue, 3-1 lead, Giants Lost in a heartbreaking fashion, Game 4, mm-hmm. um, NLDS, um, crushing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't cry myself to sleep or anything, but I was just like, oh, dude, that that really sucks. And I thought about, like, okay if I didn't have the perspective or if I was, like, a hardcore fan um, as a kid, how do I explain kind of how how to react to a loss like that? Yeah. Right? Right. Um, so in, in that way, it did. It did kind of change how I look at being a fan. Yeah. Um, so I guess it made me just, like, remind myself like hey man it's just sports that's you know you just got to be in for it for the ride like it sucked to blow a 3-1 lead but man like you know we got 73 and i you know you know what i mean or like right um nlds like oh dude we can do it but you know what maybe it's not the year you know other cubs needed to win too right you know what i mean like 100 108 years or or more whatever it was but um so it 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 kind of you know then again like being a dad you have to take care of someone else so it adds perspective like who's it gonna benefit if you stay mad about your favorite sports team losing right nobody right Right. like the world's still you know I still gotta get up and feed the kids change the diapers the next day right like so it changed it in some way. Like I guess perspective is, mm-hmm. is the best way to explain that, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think my I remember exact actually doing going through the process in my head. So at the end of I don't think it was baseball because the A's were out of commission pretty early and yeah. Malcolm was born in the end yeah. of August. So that whole September was more of just prospects. Sure. But when the Warriors were struggling in the beginning of the season and they weren't playing very well. And you know, usually for them if they lose, I'm I'm cool with it as long as they played their game and for the sixty percent of the season they were not playing their game anyway. Yeah. But I remember going through the process in my head when they would lose early in the season yeah. and go like dude, you have a son. You're a father now. Being upset over a sports game really isn't that important. Right. But it didn't work. I was still pretty pissed <laughs> off, right? But I think it's been a process. I mean, because then, you know, there's certain things in terms of perspective that I've, that's changed over age. Yeah, yeah. Like before yeah. where it's like, I never hated the Giants, but when the A's would lose to the Giants, I would hate it. Yeah. Right. Or, uh, the whole Giants Dodgers thing or like rivalry everything. I'm like, or people having to choose one thing or the other. I'm like, I don't really give a crap anymore. Cause I, I'm, I'm, I was like, Oh, I'm 35 years old. I don't need to deal with it. <laughs> like, You're a grown ass man. I don't, it doesn't matter to me if you like both teams, who gives a crap? <laughs> right. <laughs> I have other things to worry about. Right. I have, I have rent. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, but, you know separating emotion from logic is still hard because yeah, that's yeah. part of being a fan and i think i've gotten to there where like especially this week and you know the past months we we're talking about teething and all like the the sleep uh interruptions i haven't watched the full a's game all season because uh, this week because i've had to yeah there's stuff to do yeah rock malcolm sleep in the middle of like the seventh inning of a rally i could pause it but eventually it's gonna run out and it's going to move to live. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's Absolutely, like, dude, wh- totally. Why, why wouldn't I be okay with it? <laughs> but then I do, you know, when I'm rocking him, sometimes I'm thinking like, oh, can you just, can you soothe and go to sleep faster? Cause oh, there's a really good game going on. Right, right.
0: Right. And I try not to think like that. It's, it's just going to get better with the playoffs. I know. I'm just going to like watch almost every game. Yeah. I Except mean for it. the ones on NBA TV. Cause that'll pe- probably be like the crappiest. Crappiest games,
1: yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's the other thing is that we are conscious of just leaving early and we don't give a shit, you know. Like yeah. before, it's like, Oh, you're not real fans, you're leaving early, what are you doing? Like, yeah, Yo, gotta... two more innings. I'm like, Hey, man, don't... we're not gonna have this upset kid waiting in line to leave out, leave this um, parking lot with all you going all crazy <laughs> and driving all crazy. Yeah, like, we gotta go home,
0: yeah. No, I mean. In, in many ways like having a kid is the best excuse mm-hmm. you know what I'm
1: saying so, oh hell yeah yeah alright so we just want to thank everyone for listening whoever everyone is maybe it's all five of you and our wives and you know maybe our parents because they have nothing. I don't
0: think Tess is going to listen to Tess this. isn't
1: going to uh, who might who's probably going to turn it off by, cause there's other podcasts that you listen to right. but for the two of you that's listening <laughs> that's not us thank you for listening hopefully you'll stick around we, we also don't have a name for this podcast and we'd love right some help on that
0: right um yeah i mean how do we actually how do we publish something without a name maybe we'll put on like soundcloud or something or yeah yeah and then it'll just be like tv tv do
1: two dads talking about shit right sorry i'm (laughs) cussing but that's that's what i do i cuss in front of but you said you were
0: saying crap like all day. Instead. I
1: know I, I fluctuate depending okay, on right. the time of the day. But yeah, thanks for listening. We'll hit up another subject. I don't know what
0: it'll be though.
1: We've we've got a lot of stuff. Though. We have a long like, list of stuff.
0: We were actually just talking about it while waiting for um, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Keith's Chicken and Waffles, Dairy City. Mm, legit, legit. Um, yeah, but yeah, thanks for listening. It was um, it was fun chatting, man. We we'll, we'll do it again. Yeah,
1: thanks. Yeah.